0: She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. You're listening to episode 56 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hi, I'm Emily, once again, your solo host. Joined by my friends from the Wednesday Evening Podcast All-Stars to finish our playthrough of Fiasco. We're using the playset The Zoo by Will Hindmark. We'd like to give a special shout-out to our patrons of the week, Ariel Weiss and Quincy Jackson. This podcast isn't possible without our patrons, and so if you feel so moved, please head over to patreon.com slash sasgeek we really appreciate each and every one of you. Let's get reacquainted with the characters. Kevin Lovecraft is playing Dwayne Lumkirk.
1: I'm Dwayne Lumkirk. Went to high school with Ezekiel, which is weird. And I've got I still am wearing a mullet. Tom Flanagan
0: from Knights of the Nights will be playing Ezekiel Miller.
2: Um my name is Ezekiel Miller. Uh everyone at work calls me Zeke. I uh was born Amish, but I was yanked over.
0: Chris Sneezak from This Directed Mark will be playing Malcolm Jeffries.
2: I'm Malcolm Jeffries, and
3: me and uh, Dwayne Lumkirk, uh, we, ha- we have a simple flirtation of some sort. I mean, it's about the mullet, really. Mullets are just so sexy.
0: And I will be playing Sierra St. Stefan. What's happened in our story?
3: Is this a mechanical
2: thing or no, just a I chatty, would, uh, chatty thing? Chat. Yeah, no, it's just a chatty thing. I mean, we. Yeah, just a recap yeah, of where we're at and, and where we're going. I think. Um, All
3: right. So <laughs> first off, our our koala, that's the main attraction for the zoo, died, and yeah,
1: because I just want to point out again, Malcolm was not distributing the proper food to the proper exhibits.
3: Not really. Not what actually happened, Dwayne. Was that. Uh, the food got contaminated by the stuff that Sierra and Malcolm were putting into the fish pond.
1: Oh my God. Don't let Dwayne know.
0: Maybe we,
3: I told Dwayne like three times. He just keeps ignoring it.
0: Maybe we put some of that (laughs) chemicals in the fish food so that they would ingest it and do cool stuff. Um,
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe both of you had a theory in college about uh, better nutrition, which was really, really wrong.
0: So we also have Dwayne and Zeke who might be in mortal danger because they have been snuffing the koala
2: food. Yeah, I think think Zeke comes back. This is such a um, fiasco. Zeke comes back with uh, one arm that had to be amputated (gasps) and a patch over one eye.
0: Um. you're the only Amish pirate in existence.
2: Argh. <laughs> so, so
3: Malcolm has told Dwayne what's going on three times. And every time Dwayne has like ignored it or not realized what, what he was mm-hmm. saying.
1: Well, it's just, you know, you got to realize how much of that uh, pellet stuff is up in my head.
3: Exactly. So, I mean, that's just the thing. If, if Dwayne ever has a lucid moment, he might realize what's going on.
1: <laughs> At some point,
0: somebody needs to tell him to party on. <laughs> and, it, and, it's,
3: and it seems that Dwayne and Malcolm have some semblance of feelings for each other.
0: Yeah, yeah there are some. Or Malcolm's there. just obsessed with Dwayne's hair, which for some people is enough in a relationship.
3: That's, that's true. That hair, it's just so luxurious. It, it is
2: pretty. It's a mullet.
3: Yeah, it's luxurious.
2: It's
1: Vidal Sassoon,
2: baby. <laughs> I mean, the mullet is a style, but just look at the hair. It's so flowing and so thick and rich. Not like my scraggly beard. So is that enough of a of a
3: So where are we going with this thing? So we're we're going to are we going to stop, Bruce? Are we going to not stop, Bruce? Are we going to all just keep continue on our on our own agendas?
0: Well, we do still have the real plans for the new zoo expansion maybe bruce isn't in on all of that all of the plans
3: yeah i malcolm has no idea about that part
2: actually i was thinking the real plans were like a parking lot
3: oh they keep
0: telling (laughs) us that they'll keep some of the zoo but they actually mean it'll be leveled into a parking lot i mean
2: I mean, Mr. Tesoro's is like, you know, this is, I mean, what what we really need in this neighborhood is a parking lot.
0: There's something between Malcolm and Dwayne that I don't think has come up, needs to get out before anyone gets wise. So there's a secret there.
1: Well, Well, that's us. Yes. We unacknowledged, neither of us willing to admit. We both thought it was just a simple flirtation. We've finally maybe acknowledged that it's a bit more than that. We Mm -hmm. need to get out of here before one or the other of us winds up in trouble.
3: No, because we're probably in not a very blue right. state.
0: So maybe we all become the scapegoats and we have to... <laughs> uh, I don't know.
1: What can we do to save the zoo?
3: Maybe we just don't save the zoo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a fiasco. It's supposed to kind of dissolve into... It, what happens to the zoo is really incidental. It's more important what happens to us as characters while well, we're either attempting to save mm-hmm. the zoo or get out of the zoo.
3: So. Ooh. Plus, then you can feel extra bad that you, the zoo that you wanted your uncle to buy got turned into a parking lot.
0: Uh, somebody lets a bunch of the animals out in protest.
3: <gasps> Maybe somebody, somebody does. Yeah, mm. The one-armed man, clearly. So should we start our second round of play then <laughs> With all those ideas spread out Yes,
0: do, uh, Tom, do you want to pull out that app again Or do we want to keep going in the same Oh, sure, absolutely
3: um,
2: We could just go reverse, I guess uh, The player who has the longest email address Oh,
3: shit Well, I have Chris at um, Game
0: Gamemaster at sasgeek.com
1: I'm going to edit out what emails Okay, so I'll tell you what my real one is It's
3: Oh, you win! Oh, you win! You win! Yeah, you win! You win! Just, just you can go <laughs> Once first. Once again, we've chosen
0: something <laughs> random, and Kevin has won. I'm
3: you win.
1: Special, so special. You are. Uh, I'll resolve the scene. You guys can set it. So, so let's see. Our theme is paranoia. Someone's watching and waiting for the moment. So ooh, we all so, are kind of under mm-hmm. this freak out thing now after the dinner.
3: What what if we uh, set it like a day or two later after finding yeah. out about the stuff with Bruce and whatnot, and the zoo like going down, and we have it where uh, somebody did let the animals out in protest, and we put Dwayne in a really rough spot where he is uh, cornered by a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> wolves or something.
1: <laughs> oh shit!
3: <laughs> I, I, I'm open to suggestions, but that that is where I'm well, that's, that's where I'm fine. going
2: right now anybody yeah. anybody no I like it I like it
1: so where am oh. I when, where I'm cornered by these wolves
2: no I was gonna say clearly uh the fish pond
3: clearly the fish pond and and by the fish pond there's also like a, another exhibit it's like the maybe the monkey cages are over there and uh Ezekiel in his wisdom decided to actually go inside the monkey cage and lock it so that he didn't get attacked <laughs> by animals <laughs> so
0: what I'm hearing is so, Zeke's the smartest of any so, of us
3: uh-huh pretty much if if I mean is that, is that well, cool with you Zeke
2: yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, I don't know where me and Sierra would be. Probably running around in the background.
2: Oh, God. You could be up on the yeah. roof
1: of something like the uh, one of the concession stands. Yeah. And occasionally like Sierra that. is
0: running in the background, yeah, and each time she's running away from a different animal. And it gets, it gets significantly uh-huh, less uh-huh. intimidating <laughs> as the scene goes on.
1: <laughs> so we're working... From gorilla or lion Gosling, lemurs or something. (laughs) Okay. Oh no!
3: Oh no, the sloth! Look out! (laughs) Alright, uh, I guess we can, we have a scene set. Uh, let... (laughs) I suppose we can start.
0: Alright, so we
3: see
1: Dwayne with his back against the edge of the koi pond, and uh several timber wolves crouch low they're doing that thing with where their heads are down real low like they're getting ready to pounce and you see Dwayne go reach into his pocket and pull out some pellets and throws the pellets to the wolves and then Dwayne turns and jumps takes a like a swan a belly flop into the uh uh koi pond and he's like I think I heard something about chemicals. Oh, well, better than getting bit by wolf. And the chemicals <laughs> haven't been completely
0: cleaned out because they're they're slow oh, release. Not no, my hair. Not my hair.
3: <gasps> oh, no.
1: Oh, it destroys your hair. <laughs> you can't build a solid relationship without yeah. gorgeous hair. D- Dwayne. <laughs> I, I don't I, know.
3: <laughs> I yell down from my rooftop. Dwayne. Dwayne. Are you OK? Oh, oh man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this water is nasty. Of course, it's had been shitting in it. And, oh my god. D-
3: Dwayne, get out of the pond, man. It's going to make your hair fall out or something turn it some sort of weird colors or something.
1: Is your skin burning, Dwayne? It's more of an itch and it kind of hurts like hell to be honest, but can can you distract those wolves? You got like can you like throw some chicken tenders or something down?
2: Mr. Mr. Dwayne, oh, oh, over here by the monkey cage. I, I can unlock it. Hold on. the The keys in my left pocket, and I don't have a left. So I'm like turning in a circle, trying to get my right arm into my left pocket, just just spinning wildly, uh, unable to reach it. No, really, I'll unlock it. One minute. One second.
0: Sierra runs by, uh, chased by uh, what's a medium creature? Bobcat. Yeah, being chased by a bobcat, and she comes back being chased by a coyote, but she's carrying a big plate of chicken tenders. <laughs> but it's been way too short of a time. Oh, man. And she just, at, as she's running, she just throws it backwards, and the
1: wolves are like, mmm.
3: "Now!" So this
1: is now an episode of Scooby-Doo.
3: Yep. Now, Dwayne! Now! This way!
1: Dwayne charges out of the pond over towards... Wait, towards where you are, Mal.
3: Yeah, I
2: reach
1: down. You see him down. come out, and he's like heading towards Zeke, who's still going in a circle. No, no Zeke is clearly team.
2: still going in a circle. Yes.
1: Like, hey, and he's like, "That's not going to work." And he like looks up. So and up here, and he goes in the other way.
2: direction. That's. The- and oh, I that's go running
1: work. for the the little concession stand where you are up on the roof, Mal. I,
3: I reach down to help you up.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
3: And then, Thank and you. then. It, and then as I'm, I'm going to help you up, I see that your hair is starting to change color. I'm like, oh, God, no. What? what? Your hair, what? It's, it's not lustrous or beautiful anymore. It's just, it's ratty and terrible. What? Oh,
1: my God. D- 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 no, you don't have a pocket mirror, do you?
3: Yeah, I do. Here, catch. I drop one down Cell to phone.
1: you. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have let the wolves kill me. Lisa would die
3: pretty. I agree.
1: What? Glass half empty again, Mel. This can come back.
3: Oh, Fidel's I agree.
1: soon can save this relationship. I can't believe you're abandoning me like this.
3: Uh, he set the scene, I think, didn't he? No, we set the scene. He gets to pick. Um, you're right. That's terrible of me. Here, let me help you up. And I reach down.
1: Pull up onto the roof.
3: Uh, you can well, pick buddy. the dive. You get to pick the die by the way.
1: Oh, that's right. I get to pick, Well, mm, mm, mm.
3: actually, you picking the die will decide if I help you up or not. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> I'm going to pick the black die.
3: Uh, Ooh. I'm like never I'm like no, nope, can't, can't do it. fend for yourself. Oh, watch out, the wolves are coming.
1: I thought we'd always have San Diego. And I start running. You see me just running as fast as I can. You can decide if the wolves chase me or not. <laughs> Cuz they probably wolfed down those tenders by now.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Malcolm, is it over? Was it just the hair?
3: It was just the hair, Sierra. Just the hair.
1: Oh. I'm going to pass this black dye over to Oh, Zeke. no, actually. No,
0: you
2: keep oh, it. You I have keep to keep it, it now because yeah. it's the
1: tilt. You yep. son of a gun. <laughs>
2: That's right. I should let you guys set the scenes, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Um, Zeke is going to Mr. Tesoro's office. Um, he knows the plan for the zoo. He knows about the parking garage and he's trying to convince Mr. Cero that he would be the best damn um, Amish valet that he ever hired (laughs) for a parking garage.
3: I have one question. Is this while the animals are still running wild or post that?
2: Oh, it's post that the, the animals have, have gotten, have been gotten under control. um, most of them Most of them. There's still yeah, there's still one or two missing uh that may show up in the scene. But the majority of them have been tranquilized and and returned to their pens. Emily, maybe you could play Mr. Tassero for me? <laughs> um I think
0: his voice sounded something like this. Yes.
2: That sounds good.
0: What can I do for you, Mr. Miller?
2: Um Well, uh Mr. Tassero, I I know um that well, I've heard, I don't know, but I've heard that, well, I, I didn't hear. Um, it was implied that, well, it wasn't really implied. It was uh, a rumor that maybe the the zoo was going to be torn down and become a parking garage. Hmm. Um. um
0: that's quite a rumor to be spreading, Mister. No, no,
2: I'm not spreading it. Um. In fact, I don't want anybody else to know about it because I'm just saying if it really is the case, I um. I don't know uh, if you know this, but um, in the Amish community, we have a, uh, a contest for, for buggy parking. And I came in first three years in a row. And um, I think... A single raised eyebrow. I'd say check it on Wikipedia, but we don't really do that stuff. So um, I'm telling you that you just you just have to trust me on this one. I've been, I've been driving a buggy since I was like 12 years old. And, and they're not much different from cars. I mean, they, they got four wheels. They turn the same way. I mean, the the biggest difference is that um, if you go out partying, the horse knows the way home. The car, not so much. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, What what I'm saying here is is I'd be the best damn Amish uh, valet you've ever had. And and I just want you to consider me uh, for that job if the rumor turns out to be true.
0: Well, Mr. Miller, I have a proposition for you. And he puts down a sheet of paper. Um, and it's a it's a piece of paper that basically says, you won't sue the zoo or any of its subsidiaries <laughs> for g- losing an arm <laughs> in a koala attack. Uh, hmm. So he puts that and slides it to you and says, uh, if you'd be willing to sign this document, I think we can get you a job.
2: Um, well... Uh, I'm gonna have to put an X on it because I I can't really write with my left hand. But um, this this is my new signature. So uh, Zeke puts an X on it, and um, it's it's legally binding in most most Amish communities. So thank you, sir. I I I really appreciate it. Well, I like your gumption, Zeke. I'm
0: just sorry we won't be able to employ you uh, as a koala keeper anymore.
2: Um, I'll be honest with you, I always hated animals. I will award my white dogs. No, you going to have to keep, keep it. it. Oh, shit, I do! <laughs> <laughs> Damn you all! Ha <laughs> ha The first ever Amish felony.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a license? Zeke?
2: <laughs> no, not really.
0: <laughs> that should have been the
2: question. You're up, Sierra.
0: I think I'm going to set the scene, because I don't trust you, and that's what's great. <laughs> about fiasco <laughs> maybe while Zeke or just after Zeke is having that conversation um Sierra and Dr. Bruce are in what was Mr. Tesuros old office going through trying to find out if there's anything worth keeping oh no wait we have the real plans never mind we know it's a parking lot
3: mm-hmm.
0: does somebody else want to play Bruce
3: uh, who can do a Australian accent? I mean, Tom, you should do it.
2: Okay. I, I could play Bruce, a female Australian. What-, what was Bruce's first name? Denise. Denise Bruce. <laughs> I guess I could have went with Sheila Bruce, but yeah.
1: Oh, I should have done Oh, oh my that. gosh, oh well. she's such a Sheila.
0: <laughs> okay, Dr. Bruce, I have all of the files you asked for. I don't think any of them are important, um, but I think you should know that I... Already know what's going to happen to the zoo.
2: And and, and what exactly is that?
0: (laughs) It's going to be torn down for a parking lot. And I'm just wondering if there's anything that can be done. I love this zoo. I mean, I don't want to stay here forever. Don't get me wrong.
2: Well, I'm thinking that maybe Mr. Tessuro is the one that we want to talk to.
0: But you're the one who to the the builders and maybe talk them down and into changing their their plan.
2: Into changing it. Something else, like maybe a parking lot.
0: No, to change it to keep at least some of the zoo and keep some. I mean, the zoo employs a lot of people and it's a big part of the community. And I just, I mean, this is where I decided I wanted to become a zoologist. It's really meaningful to me. I'm not just some spoiled rich brat, Dr. Bruce. Mostly I'm a spoiled rich brat. I also want this new zoo to be named after me. If my family could keep being in charge, that would be amazing.
2: I suppose I could talk to your uncle and and, and suggest perhaps a parking garage slash aquarium where in between each floor is a giant wall with fish inside of it. No? Ugh. Okay.
0: Aquariums? Oh my god, do you know what fish do in that?
2: When you feed them koala food, I believe they swim upside down on the top of the water.
0: Don't I don't know what you're talking about, Doctor Bruce
2: Oh, I'll be honest, Sierra. I don't. I don't know. There's much stuff I could do about this. Uh, I think perhaps your uncle's the one that you need to talk to. He's the one that actually owns the zoo. All right, people.
0: Everybody's voting black. <laughs> there's
2: a shitload of black Aww. votes in the chat. Um, <laughs> there's a ton of black votes in. in case Yes. You're
0: Sierra goes to her uncle, uh, and he's basically like, "It doesn't well, matter." Could... Sorry. I'll be I'll be
3: Siro if you want, and yeah. going to be like, "Doesn't care," right?
0: Right, tax write-off that wasn't working.
3: Hello, dear.
0: Uncle Tori, isn't there anything we can do to save the, the, the zoo, at least a part of the zoo?
3: Well, if you want, dear, I can just build a statue of an animal or two around the corners of the parking lot, and then they can have <laughs> statues of animals for people to look at. No, but the real animals... No, the, the real animals will either be put to sleep or sent to other places, or released back into the wild.
0: <gasps> You're going to
3: Well, only the ones that we don't have any choice about. I mean, it's really good for saving money. In fact, you telling me to buy the zoo is one of the best things I've ever done. It has made my import-export company quite a bit of tax write-offs.
0: Well, you could make more money by selling off the animals than putting them to sleep.
3: Well, I will if I can. But, you know, it's more of a cost-benefit analysis thing. So the longer that I have to keep them, the the longer it takes me to sell this place off. And at some point, it's just not profitable to get them out to different places, even if I have to sell them. So if you can facilitate the selling of these animals much more quickly, then I'll be happy to put them in other places.
0: I know at least three people who can help me with that.
3: Well, get on it, darling, and (laughs) be very good about it. And here, have a lolly.
0: Thank you, Uncle Tori. I'm glad that the zoo worked out for you.
3: I'm glad it worked out for your career, too. I hear the Bronx Zoo will be calling very soon.
0: Yes, but I'm not sure. Do I want to go with Dr. Bruce, or should I go to the Bronx Zoo?
3: I leave that up to you. He pats you on the head, and he walks out of the room.
0: It doesn't matter. Oh, oh no, this conundrum. Which awesome opportunity should the rich white girl do?
3: God, now I hate you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out in the aftermath.
3: You can all set a scene for me. It's fine.
1: I think it should be near
0: the koi pond after all the animals are, are taken in and the moonlight's shining down uh, and Malcolm's standing there looking at it and then, like, the shadow of Dwayne falls.
1: Yeah, plus you see Dwayne's... a bunch of Dwayne's hair floating on top of the pond.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> or we could move forward a few days or...
3: That that scene is perfectly fine with me. I'm down. I mean, you guys get to set it, so I don't really have a say in, say in the matter. I'm cool with that. All right. So I, I'm looking down, and I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at the hair, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, Dwayne, what we could have had if your hair would have just stayed on your head. And then the shadow falls, and I look up, and I'm like, oh, Dwayne, how are you?
1: So, it's over. Just like that. That's all it ever was, was the hair. I mean... Yes, the hair was sound too proud. It was absolutely kick-ass.
3: It was absolutely kick-ass. You have nothing to be ashamed of in saying that. But
1: there was so much else of me to go with that hair. I just, I like, never thought you were that shallow, Mal.
3: Like what, Dwayne? You sniff koala pellets that are laced with drugs.
1: Whoa, 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 where's this, all this anchor coming? Are you trying to justify you stepping away from... I th- what I thought, I felt a connection there earlier.
3: There was. It was called your mullet. And
1: now you're trying to make yourself feel better about it? Is that what's happening here? Huh, Mel? Huh? And I thump you on the chest, pushing you back towards the pond. Is that oh, what it
3: is? You're a nice guy, Dwayne. You're just not nearly oh, as... nice. Yeah, nice. Thanks. Nice guy, Dwayne.
1: Thanks, Mal.
3: D- you're welcome. I'm sure you'll do fine in life. I'm going to move to San Diego, and I'm going to be happy, what and I'm going to get around, that job at that zoo.
1: Thumbs around. That will of karma is going to crush you. Just like you crush my heart.
3: I mean, that's just the way it's got to go sometimes, buddy. I mean, without your hair, just kind of an old man with a drug ad- addiction. Hey,
1: hey, hey, just shut up. You'd say whatever you need to say inside your head to make you feel better about this. This, this. It, it's just an out-and-out out betrayal. That's all it is. You hold out promise and then you yank it away. San Diego roommates. Ugh. I really, really thought there was something more there. I, I hope you can look at yourself in the mirror when you get out to San Diego and you can live with yourself. Because you know what? I know I'm more than this hair. And I'm going to grow this hair back. It's going to be gorgeous. And I'm going to send you a picture. You're going to see me on Instagram. And you are going to hurt. Because you threw this all away. And I flip some hair and it just breaks and falls off the back of my head. <laughs> and I storm away.
3: I watch him walk away and I'm like, well... I guess that's the end of that. I'll just, um, I'll, I'll pull out, oh, this is what I'll do. I'll pull out the ticket in my pocket that says San Diego because I got, and, and the, the letter that says I got the job in San Diego. So it's not black, it's white. I was going to take black, but I'll take white instead. So it's good for me because I actually got the job in San Diego and I've cut my last ties here.
0: Good for you. Sorry, Dwayne.
3: All right, that's my scene.
2: One more round. We have four dice left, two black, two white. Last one is always wild. Yeah, so, Dwayne, set or resolve?
1: I shall resolve. I want to try to control my destiny a little.
0: What do we want the big climax of the story to be? Because this feels like we had yeah, the rising, we had the rising action, we've had a little bit of uh, sort of the, the the pause, and you know the the tilt, the issues, and now we need to come back to the big climax before the.
2: I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking of somebody from Disneyland contacting Dwayne. And talking about animating the damn koala. Yes! And, right? I mean, wanting to hire him for It's a Small World After All. Oh, my God.
0: Ring, <laughs> ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Yeah? Is this Mr. Lumkirk?
1: Yeah, speaking.
0: Please hold for Mr. Disney.
1: Oh, my God. I'm talking to Disney's frozen head. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Sorry, is the head of Disney not somebody named Disney?
1: <laughs> you hear you hear Dwayne take another bump.
3: Bob Iger apparently is the chief executive officer of Walt Disney Company.
1: Oh that's right, he hasn't stepped down Mr. yet.
0: Mr Lumkirk, please hold for Mr. Iger.
1: Holy crap. See me trying to straighten my hair and there's like hardly anything left.
0: You're on the phone. A single,
1: a single comb over. Yeah, but it's like friend, the classic right? thing when you're on the phone. Yes. for a phone interview, you like oh, still yeah. try to comport yourself professionally. Straighten out my zoo jumpsuit.
0: All right, Tom or uh, Chris, you want to be Mr. Iger? What uh,
3: what's what's my uh, what, what should be my thing? I want the I want him to bring his animatronic uh, pandas to or er, not pandas koalas, <laughs> to Disney World, right? Yes.
2: Um. It, it, just, just an aside, and I don't know that we want to do this, but um, there's like a Brad and Michelle, which are twins, about twenty or thirty years old, that are from the Disney family. So maybe they're trying to reestablish a new park, and they want to create their own uh, section of animatronics similar to. Uh, um, just a thought, or we can go with, with with what we we already stated. So I I can be I can be Brad Iger then. Oh well, actually, be Brad Disney. Yeah,
3: oh, Brad so Disney. Right sure, time. I can be Brad. These sold for Mr. Disney, yes. right. uh, Mr. Lumkirk.
1: Yes, yes, this, this
3: is this, this is Brad lame. Disney.
1: Whoa, like
3: now, like yes, Disney from family. Correct, from that family.
1: Whoa, so I bet I've, you've got the greatest Star Wars collection ever, dude.
3: Uh, yeah, but. But really let's get down to business because I have a proposition for you. So a uh, me and my sister, we are going to open up a new park, the new New Disney World, and we're gonna put it right in Cleveland, Ohio. Whoa. Now Really? We do like, Yeah, we do don't, don't have a lot of the patents NDA and things to like to talk about this with you. Sorry, say that one more time. Do I need
1: to like sign some sort of NDA to talk about this with you? This like seems like Pretty, like, breaking news stuff. I mean, don't worry. You can trust me. You can trust me, Mr. Disney. So, so you and your sister, Cleveland?
3: Uh, yes, we're going, we have the property already, but we need new animatronics. So we can't use the animatronics that we currently have at the other Disney parks because they are, you know, patented and licensed and things like that. But we heard that you did something with a koala that nobody had ever done before. Basically, a taxidermied animatronic koala.
1: That YouTube video did get about sixty thousand hits. Okay, yeah. In the first hour. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely had a hand in that.
3: Now we would like to fly you out to Cleveland, and oh, on a plane. A... Yes.
1: Holy shit! Uh, excuse me. I mean, wow.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We would like to do that and uh, bring your, your animatronic with you and bring your uh, plans for maybe possibly making more of these things and how you made this one.
1: Whoa. Is this real?
3: Yes, this is real. In fact, if you check your email, <laughs> which we have discovered, we will set, we, we have already uh, booked a ticket for you. All you have to do is accept it. In no. the
1: background, you hear like a modem calling out, <laughs> you've got mail.
3: Now, now, Kevin, you have to pick white or black.
1: Uh, I'm going to pick... Whoa. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have some thoughts about white. White is just... It, it works out well for you. Black is the koala's missing.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I've got that koala. I know what... Yeah, I want I want the white, because I want this yeah. to go so horribly, horribly wrong. Right, right.
2: White is good for the scene, but oh, so you're, bad you're, for you.
1: So you see, slowly the email pull up on it because he's on a 56k modem to AOL still, <laughs> and you hear, you see him like he's like, just hold on, it's still loading, it's still loading. I'm sorry, Mr. Disney. Hey, oh, I just all I can afford is 9.95. It's just, oh, okay, I'm clicking to accept. Hold on, hold on. Oh, got it. Oh my God, I, I, I'll see you Tuesday. Oh, this. Oh, so yeah, uh, 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 wow. So
3: wow. Here, here. Deal with the details with my secretary, and I'll see you on Tuesday.
1: Oh, thank you, Mister Disney. You won't regret this. Oh, you're gonna regret this. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you see me loading the the uh, animatronic koala into my suitcase. And a couple of Vitamix blenders. And They're gonna <laughs> a so whole bunch stop you batteries. at TSA. <laughs> oh, I'm checking my baggage, so it doesn't matter. You're gonna check the. I remind you, this
0: is a living, dead koala. You can fly <laughs> with a gun
1: if you check the gun. I'll be fine. Oh, okay, you can
0: fly with a gun so you can fly with a dead koala.
1: As long as you check it, you're good. Okay. I, I've seen those charts
2: in. In the airport, that have all the things you can't carry on the uh, on the airplane. I'm pretty sure I never saw a koala.
1: You see, over on the counter in the kitchen, Zeke's pickling recipe.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all
2: right, Zeke. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys set up the scene. Oh. I got nothing.
1: We don't want to go aftermath. So. We got- well,
2: I, I think. Oh, the, oh the drivers!
1: Is- he's at the. He's like in Drivers Ed or something. <laughs> I want him to be like in driver's hat and he's like driving the car, and it's got the disability. Uh, he's got one arm. He's got oh the yeah, disability
2: thing hanging. He will in the never room, be mirror. able
1: to drive stick. Oh wait, you only lost the arm though, right? And one eye. Yeah. So
2: you're fine. One eye. You one eye eye. Yeah, everything. I'm fine. Oh, did you fine. lose your
1: eye? I thought you just hurt your eye.
2: <laughs> no. Dude, well, I have a patch. Who knows,
3: dude? Are you totally trying to drive stick? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh god, absolutely. And
0: you lost your left <laughs> arm.
1: Uh, well then that's fine because we're in america so he can shift with this right and yeah just have to brace the wheel with your knee when you're doing i've actually done this before so oh interesting um
3: Uh, who wants to be the driving instructor
1: Uh, it sounds
0: like kevin has a leg up on us
1: (laughs) all right so we're going to do this manual okay all right okay just just now gently gently ease the clutch out while giving it gas you're in first gear right
2: um first gear spelled with an r right
1: yes with a one that's that's correct z (laughs) very good z the car lurches backwards yeah you know what i tell you what let's uh let's let's turn the engine off for a minute here let's okay we're gonna take like a deep breath and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth it helps you relax i want you to shake the tension out of your shoulder Okay, now, so we got Um, the stick shift here, right? And so you see the pattern there. Yeah. All right. So one, two, three, four, and five. Those are going forward, right?
2: Wait, he has to turn his head to the right to line up the one eye. Okay.
1: (laughs) You sure you? I'm just gonna throw this out one more time to see. I do think it's. Wow, it is so gutsy for you to say that you want to learn a manual because it really is a great.
2: Well, Life I'll be—I'll be honest. This is this is my cousin, uh, Robert Yoder's, car, and it's the only one that was in available. So,
1: oh, well, well, just two hundred dollars more, and you can use the school car, and it's automatic.
2: You know,
1: you got your Visa or Mastercard with you.
2: What's that? <laughs>
1: you know, it's it's a credit card.
2: What's that? Oh, uh, square okay.
1: Cash. Hey uh, no, I'm
2: I'm telling you I can do this.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, because believing in yourself is is this very important. And you see me snugging my belt down. Like, okay. So okay, lean over the stick shift there. Okay. So the numbers, those are forward. You start in one, and then I'm going to tell you when to go to two. And every time I tell you to shift. You have to push in that leftmost pedal, the clutch, and then you're going to go to the next number. And then you're going to let out the clutch, let it engage again gently. You're going to feel it grab. R is not for running, it's for reverse. (laughs) Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Let's go.
2: One. One. All right. Um, Zeke leans down Hits the radio The number one button on it the, clu- the, the the gear shift is in reverse And he just pops the clutch And stomps on the gas this Clearly ends in a black
3: Does it just As fade, to, just does it just fade to black?
2: Yes. With noises yeah, of we crashing
1: We just hear a big In the background
2: Absolutely Nice um, uh, Scene
1: Okay Emily. I'll resolve. Oh, boy.
3: Uh, we should have her talking to somebody trying to sell, trying to get the, uh, uh, like a zoo person to buy the animals because we know the zoo is getting <gasps> getting plastered. And...
0: I know what I have to do.
3: Sug- you got a suggestion?
0: Yes. I yes. guess you'll resolve because I know what I need to do. <laughs> okay. Oh, so okay. So I it. It, it shows me in uh, my uncle's old office. And I'm taking a deep breath in and out and I pick up the phone and I put it back down. I pick up the phone and then I put it back down. I shake my head and I get up to leave and then I, and I sit down and I steal myself. And I pick up the phone and start to dial and there's a number on the sticky note on the phone that says San Diego Zoo. Oh,
2: oh,
3: oh, oh. oh boy.
0: And I call the head of acquiring animals. Is that a thing?
1: Animal Acquisitions, Inc.?
0: Yes, is this the acquisitions for the San Diego Zoo? Yeah, yes. you got them. Um, so, hi, I am Sierra, and I am a staff member at the... Oh, I forgot the name of our zoo. <laughs> Brookstone Brookso. Zoo? Yes. That's
1: what the color ID says. Yes,
0: with the Brooks, Brookstone uh, Zoo. And I don't know if you've heard, but we're closing. Oh,
1: yeah. Word's been going around on the bulletin bars and stuff uh, about that. Yes, yeah. I know
0: some of that has been posted by some people I don't like, but... It still stands to reason we have a lot of animals that need new homes. And your zoo is the best
1: zoo in America. So I uh, Oh, yeah, that's that's you you are correct yes. and it's probably the happiest home any animal could hope for in North America.
2: What's funny is you can actually hear Emily clenching her teeth <laughs> while she's saying there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. We are the best zoo in uh, North America, and it definitely would be preferable for those animals to uh, be at a location like this rather than, you know, some hellhole like Brookstone or Bronx or <clears throat> things like
3: that. <clears throat> uh, hey, Angie, who's on the phone?
1: Oh, it says Brookstone. Yeah, they're trying really? to dump some animals on us.
3: I don't know. Didn't they have that killer koala?
1: (laughs) Oh, you watch
0: that YouTube video, too? That's hilarious.
3: Yeah, it's got like 200... It's got like 500,000 hits these days. Hey, honey. Was that
1: real? That koala thing?
3: Yes.
1: Uh, It was? But we don't
0: have access to that koala. Somebody stole it.
1: Oh, man. I would have loved to have acquired that.
3: Hey, can you buy the koala? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know!
0: Most dangerous animals, right? Yeah. Exactly! So, um, we'd be willing to sell you the animals uh, simply for um, the price of getting them there. Hmm. Simply for the price of get- uh, I don't know, what do you got? Let's see, what have we said? We've said gorillas, coyotes, wolves, koi. Coy. <laughs> There's probably ostriches uh, and giraffes. No fish,
1: no fish. They, they're fish too expensive to ship.
0: Okay, fair. I mean, there is, an, uh, there is another aquarium in town. We can probably ditch them there. Aquariums, right?
1: Yeah. Ugh. Smell. Smell.
3: The smell? You must be talking about aquariums. <laughs> oh, man. They're the worst, aren't they? Totally the worst. Um, well,
1: okay. Um, I tell you what. I tell you what. Now, what was your name again? Uh, I am Sierra Tesoro.
3: Ah, Tesoro. Tesoro, like the person that owns the Brookstone Zoo? Yeah, I guess I got, like, the family on the line here. Okay, Uh, yeah,
1: so, fine. I tell you what, you send us over, uh, like, a a listing of uh, the animals. You need to include all the vaccination information, health histories, all of that, because we need to be... Very careful in introducing those uh, to our current population because you don't get to be the best zoo in America if you let your animals get sick or whatever. You know, and, you know, I know that you're like, uh, you know, with everything closing up Oh, hey,
3: wait, 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 here, check this out. And the person that's been talking to you this entire time hands you a sheet, which talks about the the qualifications of Sierra St. Stephen.
1: Whoa, whoa. Are you Sierra Tesoro or Sierra St. Stefan? Well, uh,
0: Tesoro is my uh, family name. I'm actually Sierra St. Stefan Tesoro. Um, It's a hyphenated Ah. name.
1: (laughs) You know, my my colleague here just, uh, and and I mean, fair, fair work. This is Animal Acquisitions, but we're looking at this resume. It's just like uh, your LinkedIn page here that. uh, Sally just printed off, it's dynamite. You have my, dynamite. you have my resume? Totally come in. Damn it, Malcolm. Well, I mean, we basically
0: just printed off your information from LinkedIn. Oh,
1: okay. And, yeah.
0: of course I have an active LinkedIn page. I didn't pay somebody to do that for me.
1: You're, di- you belong, you belong at the, you belong at the best zoo in America. I believe so. You come out with those animals. You can keep the family together. hmm You sure you don't have the koala? (laughs) We'll pay for the koala. Uh,
0: So I think, sure, there's a white uh, for selling off the animals, and I think we'll leave the job decisions for the aftermath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also convinced that Malcolm sent them my resume. All
2: right, so to be clear, we have a black dice left, but it's the last one, so it's wild. All right.
3: Uh, I'm going to establish. Okay. So this is uh, I, I'm actually in the in the room right next door to Sierra as she's talking on the phone, <laughs> and I'm listening to this and like, huh, interesting. And I walk over and I put her resume, uh, I go put I go take onto a computer. I pull out my laptop. And I set up a uh, – I go to her LinkedIn and I forward it to the San Diego Zoo because I know those people because I am I got a job there. So, and I'm like, hey, Sally, you should – I typed to her real quick. I think uh, your associate is talking to Sierra St. Uh, Stephen Tesoro. You might want to actually see if she – she would like a job at the San Diego Zoo. It's really a quite a... She's really quite a lovely person. She's really good at her job. She would love working in San Diego. It's warm all the time. And it's, I mean, she's always wanted to work on the West Coast. I mean, she hates the East Coast. New York's a terrible place in her eyes. What do you think? You think you could do that for me?
1: Yeah, you got it.
3: Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, so then after that, and then after Sierra uh, hangs at the phone, I knock on the door.
1: Uh okay.
0: Come in.
3: Oh, Sierra, Welcome. I was looking for your uh, your. Uh, I was looking for your I uncle.
0: Glare at him and cross my arms. Did you just send a fax or an email to San Diego?
3: I might have. I heard you were. I mean, I heard this place was closing down. I mean, I heard you were talking about selling off the animals. So.
0: Yes. You sent them my resume, didn't you? You
3: ass. <laughs> you you you're not looking for a job in San Diego, huh?
0: I'm not sure, not sure I have much of a choice. The Bronx turned me down.
3: Really? Wow. I wonder why that happened. I know,
0: right? They said that if if I was a part of a zoo that was closing, that was owned by my family, that that was probably a bad sign that I shouldn't be there.
3: Yeah, I mean, James Terracan, the, the person who acquires people over at the Bronx Zoo, I mean, he... He, uh, he's a good friend of mine, so sorry. I mean, if you would have just asked me or maybe been a little nicer to me earlier, maybe I could have put a word in for you.
0: You know, Malcolm... Is it black? Yes. You know, okay. I don't want to work... Yes, Yara? I don't want to work for the person that helps shut my zoo down, even if she was only on the periphery. You know, Dr. Bruce can go put shrimp on the Barbie for all I care.
3: Yeah, and then you can come work with me in San Diego. It'll be great. <sighs> And trust me, don't worry actually. It's a huge zoo. You probably won't see me at all.
0: Hell, what's life without a little adventure?
3: Absolutely. So then I go home later that night and I open up my laptop and I see an email from San Diego. It's like, "Uh, your position, your uh, contract has been denied. You are no longer. And then I make I'm no longer necessary for the zoo, and I make phone calls, and they're like, Yeah, we hired somebody who's more qualified than you, A Sierra, St. Stephen, So I'm like, What?
2: Love it.
1: Perfect. Yeah.
3: And that's how that scene that's
2: ends. That's great. And that's how that whole adventure ends. That was the last yeah. place.
1: All right.
0: Aftermath.
2: Now we need
1: to roll our dice, right? Right. Right.
2: We we roll all the dice. uh, The black and white are totaled and subtracted, and then we look them up on the aftermath. All right, Tom. I'm rolling
1: yours now.
2: Okay. Two white and one black. Yep. Okay. So my total was seven white and three black, so it's four white. So twelve black minus
0: five is a seven black. That's
1: that's probably good. Chris, there's yours. Two black, two white.
3: Oh, I'm so ooh, dead. Ooh, ooh. My my one white.
2: <laughs> ooh, that's not good. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. it's very bad,
0: Chris.
3: I can't wait. I can't wait for the badness. What? I totally deserve it.
0: <laughs> You're a very shallow right, person. And I have
1: two black. I have two I black, very... two
3: white. Ugh. I got yeah. you a job in San Diego because you would eat so, it. Oh. <laughs> what
1: was your total, Chris? Ooh. I don't think we said that.
3: My total is one white <laughs> And so
1: my here. total is One white as well
0: Alright so starting with Kevin One white Okay one white dreadful You are certainly dead Probably from a self inflicted wound Um.
3: <laughs> oh I know Where this is
0: going To say you oh. fucked up is an insult to fucked up You have redefined the term You narrate so What happened I to Dwayne Do yeah. that
1: right now uh we have a montage of dwayne getting out to cleveland uh to the Disneyverse as it's getting ready to build out and he's making friends with all the other animatronic engineers and he's actually met uh, a a new guy alan and they're a fantastic couple and we see that dwayne's hair has come back in and is freaking gorgeous it's not back to full mullet yet hasn't grown enough but It's lovely, and he's, like, Instagramming all the time and trying to tag in Malcolm just to, like, (laughs) dig it in a bit. And then uh, we see one night he's working late in the lab, and you see the original Gippy koala on the table. And you see him just zip it up and flip a switch in its back. And you see the blades pop out of its claws, and it just, like, its eyes open and its head turns around backwards like an uh, 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 exorcist. And then it just jumps up and pounces on. I mean, we just see blood flying across the ceiling and stuff. And then we see the door burst open and we hear screams down the hallway as probably all of his new friends are being murdered by the killer koala. That's really sad. I thought that was an uplifting and awesome ending because the
0: <laughs> that's the came only thing back. we care
1: about.
3: <laughs> the air hair did come back.
0: So white four, but Zeke, you're bitter. You know what it's like to be utterly crushed, casually brought low, forced to eat your own words and stand mute and powerless before your enemies. They gloat, and you are helpless.
2: So there's a cutscene of Zeke. Um, he's on uh, the 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 grounds surrounding the new parking garage that was the zoo with one of those little sticks with a pointy thing on them that's just stabbing trash and putting (laughs) it into a bag and stabbing trash and putting it into a bag and then he's walking up each floor of the parking garage and emptying the trash and putting a new clean trash bag in it and that seeks life.
0: Couldn't quite get your license. No. Can't sue the zoo.
2: One arm trash stabber.
0: So I was a black seven. Pathetic. (laughs) You'll suffer. Oh, dear God, will you suffer? (laughs) And everyone will know of your malfeasance, your stupidity, your lack of common sense and decency. You're probably going to be locked up, too. Sierra smugly goes out to San Diego because she knows that um, Malcolm got kicked out of that job because uh, she got it. Um, But the West Coast is not agree with her um, and the San Diego Zoo is it's like going from being a big fish in a small pond to being a guppy in the ocean and she she's piled under work and she can't keep up um, she can't make friends uh, it's And she has a, 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 an emotional breakdown, a, you know, a quarter-life crisis. We see her at the lunch, I think, at the lunch table with, like, all the cool, you know, keepers and administrators at a different table. And uh, she gets a text uh, from her uncle, Tesoro, that says, you've been cut off.
1: <gasps> and she's
0: holding up, like, a fork of something, and her mouth is open, and the thing, the lasagna just drops off the fork.
3: Wow, that's brutal. Uh, I'm one white.
0: Uh, okay. Ooh. So that's dreadful which means again.
3: I'm the same I'm dreadful. You are certainly
0: again. dead. <laughs>
1: the people you
3: care yes, for I are am. also dead.
1: Yeah,
3: Luckily, I'm super uh, shallow, so I don't really care about other I people. Just, so. I,
1: oh, come on, I'll Just die looking at my last Instagram post. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
3: don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. Okay. I don't have a choice but to take my friend's offer for a job in the Bronx, which is the <laughs> job that I didn't want. <laughs>
2: Yes. Brilliant.
3: <laughs> because it's in new york and i could care less about the city so i'm there and i'm miserable and i'm doing the nutritionist job and it's cold all the time and when it's summer outside i'm like thank god and then it gets cold again way too soon for my my own liking and my life just kind of devolves because i uh i i don't get out and run like i do every every day and i i, I put on a bunch of weight and and I get mugged once, and it's pretty <laughs> horrific. And then I start seeing the, um, I start seeing the Instagrams from Dwayne with his new boyfriend Alan, and I get real depressed about that whole thing. And I start drinking a lot more. And then one night I go out, and I never come home, and nobody ever finds my body. Thanks. But they find my phone with the last Instagram of Dwayne and Alan on it. Me being
2: probably miserable seeing it. Little tear stains on the screen.
0: <laughs> so, two of us are dead. <laughs> the other two of us are are unhappy and living terrible lives.
1: That's oh, so, about uh, par for fiasco. <laughs> yep. And it's on the upside, right. Mal, we're back together. Finally, at last.
3: Yeah, in uh, the afterlife.
0: <laughs> Thank you all for joining me. That was <laughs> fun. <laughs> gut-wrenching a little bit (laughs) it was Um, some kind of fun (laughs) yeah so uh if people want to find you on the internets uh where can they do that starting with (laughs) you. starting with kevin obviously
1: i am kevin lovecraft i'm out on g plus as kevin lovecraft and on twitter as at kev
2: and i'm tom i'm the primary editor and current only gm of kotn Actual Play Podcast, um, you can find me there.
3: Uh, my name is Chris Snezak. I am the architect behind Misdirected Mark Productions. I work for Encoded Designs, and I write for the Gnome Stew. You can find me in all three of those places. The best and most easiest way to get a hold of me is on G+. The second most easiest way to get a hold of me is at the Light 101 on Twitter. Um, also, for those who didn't know, Kevin Lovecraft, he is part of Pocket Size Play with the Gauntlet. You can listen to him playing more actual play games over there.
1: Monster hearts, baby. You
0: can also listen to Mm -hmm. all of us uh, every other Friday on uh, the Wednesday evening podcast All Stars, The Streets of Avalon.
3: Uh huh. And soon to becoming Avanti, GMed by Saskeak's very own Emily. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm actually really excited about Avanti. And we're sorry that Brett couldn't be with us. We love him. Uh, We're sorry that Senda couldn't be with us. We love her. Uh, And thank you all again for being here.
3: Good night, everybody
1: night she plays a maid, she's got me under her spell she plays a
0: thanks for listening to she's a super geek we were so glad that you came to listen visit our website sasgeek.com or follow us on Twitter at sas geek podcast our theme song is rock and roll play baby by kieran strange find more music tour dates and merchandise at kieranstrange.com or follow on twitter at kieran strange special thanks to the wednesday evening podcast all stars join us in two weeks for our next adventure